What up, what up, what up? Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, we are back from the quarantine era. This is the Across the Intersection podcast. This is AJ. I'm in here with the whole crew, Eve and A Sizzle. As always, you can check us on divemedia.co. That is divemedia.co. All of our podcasts are located there. You can also ingest them wherever podcasts are disseminated. Apple and Google and Spotify and all of the usual suspects. And you can hit us up on the socials at This Is Dive Media. That's Facebook, Twitter, and the Grizzam. That is This Is Dive Media. Um, and I am at Divinimus on all platforms, D-I-V-E-N-O-M-O-U-S. And I am E to the V to the on all platforms. Oh, yeah, because now she's on multiple platforms, y'all, so you know. And just for the record, for those wondering, we will not be starting a TikTok. We will not. I am too grown. I'm sorry. I am not Diddy. It has nothing to do with grown. It has something to do with, supposedly, it is, according to the conspiracy theorists from the Chinese government of Mr. Ping or Xi, whichever one you want to say it is. And he has actually been spying on the American people. Yeah, there's actually a... um. There was a, a congressman who is introducing a bill to have TikTok removed from like all government devices because there was a report. Yeah, there was a report that they're sending back all user data to China, to China. So we will not it might be on be TikTok. Too late. If it's been collected info, it might be too late. I was going to say. So Diddy, Diddy and Will Smith are in trouble. If they send an, if they send an info back to China, Diddy and, and Will Smith are in trouble. Oh, man. Anyway. We're still on Zoom. Shout out to Zoom. Hey, Zoom, you can sponsor me anytime. You can sponsor us anytime. Just holler at your boy. I will give you a two-by-two two square on the website for your advertisement because I know you need it. <laughs> Zoom, needs, <laughs> Zoom needs our advertisement. Anyway, man, so, you know, what we wanted to, you know, wrap with y'all today about, you know, and it's kind of interesting that I just mentioned Zoom, but just it's a sign of the times. In terms of having to do things remotely and you know pivoting with the seasons and and the change in the culture and how just a lot of things that we were able to do whether in person or collectively um a lot of that stuff now we have to do remotely um whether that's recording a podcast or hanging out with family i just had a zoom call with a bunch of my cousins um this past week so how are we staying motivated, right? Because you have, whether you're working from home or you're an essential worker and you have to still go to work. Um, and there are varying levels of frustration on both ends. Um, you have to do your job, right? But then on top of that, you know, for those of us who still have a passion about, you know, we have our own pet passion projects and various interests. How are we staying motivated in the season of quarantine? Because, um, you know, I've I've gone to work probably two or three times in the past month. And it is, you know, y'all know that we're in a DMV and it's kind of like a ghost town. You know, it's kind of weird. So I know that there's varying levels of, you know, frustration for those who got to go out and those who are stuck in. So what have you guys been doing just with your, you know, with your regular nine to fives and then just on your on your passion projects that you're trying to stay motivated to you know work toward how are you how are you guys staying motivated and, and not you know completely burnt out mentally well, and AJ, psychologically I have I have the anti answer and it is I am not okay so <laughs> uh, like you I work in higher education I work with students on every single day 
Uh, we use Zoom a lot and I really love interacting with them and, and trying to motivate them. However, when my eight hours are up, I have a house to clean. I have about five different content creating platforms that I'm attempting to grow. I have my business for college counseling. I have clothes to wash. And guess how much of that gets done? None. So I want to know from both of you because from the conversation that we had in pre-production, you all are like, okay, you finish your eight hours, boom, now it's time to do this. Oh, three hours later, oh, now we're gonna do that. And then all kinds of productivity seems to be happening <laughs> when we get together on the weekends and you say, oh, this is what I what I have going. You know, Avery's planting sprouts and flowers and edible flowers and everything else in his apartment. Um, I mean, all kinds of stuff. And I, look, what do you all do? Because my, if you look at my dining room table right now, everything is left undone. Uh, yeah, well, I'd say that, uh, and this might, I don't want this to sound like uh, accusatory or anything like that. It's just like a thought to consider. And that is, um, everybody's pretty much put on permanent vacation right now. Vacation? So, yeah, everybody's pretty much put on permanent vacation right now. Yeah. And yeah. what I mean by that is, or not what I mean by that, but in regard to how much time we all are pretty much being given right now, um, if we can't get certain things done now, then... And I'm talking about for those who don't have children or whatever what happens, where things get even crazier. Uh, if we yes. can't really get things done now, then we can't ever, we won't ever really get be able to get things done. At least I'll say that for myself. If I can't get something done now, all this time that I'm given, then I'm not gonna be able to ever get what it is that I have in my mind done. Um, and so that's one thought that I have as far as what what can motivate me. The other thought that I have is that is that um, time is running out on this clock. And I am um, I'm very fortunate that when I wake up and then there's like another 24 hours, I can move forward to uh, accomplish a certain task. Um, and I put something in my head where I'm like, okay, I want to be able to rest this evening knowing that I did X or I did Y. And those are the things in which that um, tend to motivate me. But the also what tends to motivate me is that I wish that I could move faster because I have all these ideas and concepts and things in which that I want to put in front of people uh and i just as a personal goal feel like i don't move fast enough like i want to move faster right so like intrinsic motivation and it seems like some people got it and it sounds like you might be saying some people got intrinsic motivation and some don't when i was a child i had a poster on my wall it was a michael jordan poster and michael b jordan no, no, not Michael B. Jordan. I said my wall, not your wall. When oh, Avery was a child, Michael B. Jordan had yet to be born. I said 
I said my wall, not your wall. <laughs> okay, okay. On my wall, I had a picture of Michael Jordan, a poster. It's very long, horizontal poster with his arms out. It's called Wings. And there was a little poem that was under it. And it said, no man, excuse me, I messed it up already. So I'm to edit that. It's the, the poem says, no bird soars too high if he soars with his own wings. William Blake. That was the poem. And I think that that my that that mindset, that philosophy, that poem, among other things, really seeped into my subconscious. And I you I try to compare myself to myself and try to hit my own my own goals, my own achievements, uh, and not necessarily compare myself to others. Comparing myself to others is a can be a good thing in so much as reminding myself that I'm not alone, but I don't want to you know I also don't want to do that too much because that I can develop I can develop a limitation in my mind. Um, whereas I'll not work as uh, stringently or as diligently because I can see that the people around me are not doing it as diligently or as stringently. So um, these are things in which that I have to kind of make sure that um, I ascertain while I'm moving throughout throughout this whole uh, period. So besides being intrinsically motivated, it sounds like at the end of the day, when you go to sleep, you there's a sense of satisfaction having checked certain things off, you know, accomplished certain things that you set out to accomplish, first of all. And uh, second of all, you don't want to come to the end of your life and having not accomplished your goal. So it still sounds intrinsic. And I guess there's really no way. Yeah, I don't, I, I break it down to the day. I don't want to come to the end of the day without uh, um, achieving my goals. Yeah, it's, it's important to, to set goals. I was just doing that with my kids, you know, earlier this week because <clears throat> I had saw them. I mean, I had been, sometimes you you forget that they're like people too. So like I've been just doing like activities with them, but then it finally was like, you know what? I've been setting my own personal goals, but I think they need to have some goals as well. So I just think in in terms of remaining focused because our our minds will tend to you know wander and do other things and become lack lackadaisical but i think it's important to keep focused that setting goals short term and long term goals are important to help keep your your mind focused and when you have long term goals it helps to sort of keep your short term goals you know, a little bit more focused because you're you're able to say, listen, does this particular short-term goal align itself with the long-term goal? And you don't want to, you know, one of the two one of the the two words that that I really hate in the English language sometimes. I, I really have strong feelings towards these words. It's people to say, I wish. Is Amadi? Oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> that's not English, and, so I and, guess. and that's one word. But okay. um. Is you know people say, oh man, I wish. It's like man, you could have just done it. You know what I mean? Like, if you just don't do it, then just don't do it. But don't be like, oh, man, I wish, especially if it was in your grasp to do, if it was in your power to do. Um, things that are out of our control, 
we don't need to concern ourselves with those things. Like people who get caught up on a lot, oh, you know, this and that. Like you don't have control over that. So leave that alone. But things that you do have control over, you know, really, really focus in on handling those things, whether it's a short term, daily goal, weekly goal, monthly goal. You know, like one of the things for me um, that I'm working on, I'll just, you know, personally say a couple things that I'm working on personally. Um, I'm working on a uh, certification um, that I, I want to have wrapped up or at least be prepared to take the exam by the time this whole thing is wrapped up and getting better at editing. For those of you who've been listening to our podcast, I hope that you see your, your boy's been improving. Um, it's been pretty, pretty, pretty good, you know. You know, I, I know I, these jokers don't give me nothing to, you know, they, they don't give me much to work with, but, you know, I'm doing my best, but. <laughs> That's right. Way to motivate your, your, uh, your volunteer staff. I'm just trying to stomp them down, man. Whatever little bud sprouts up, I'm stomping it, it down. Um, so, you know, those are just two things that, that I'm working on. And so it helps then if that's a long term goal, say, let's let, let, let's call it a month or two, because who knows? This thing just got extended. I know in D.C., it just got extended to um, May 15th, the stay at home order. So that's a, another month, another month that I can, you know, be working on some, you know, some some things. So I think that daily and weekly make those goals align with what you've kind of set out a little bit in the in the distance so the question becomes what is the hope for lazy folk okay well there are lazy people running around loose there needs to be some bridge between (laughs) create goals 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 set your goals handle your business get yourself together and the lazy person hold on hold on hold on there there are lazy people running around <laughs> okay, I got you. So uh to go back to something that you say, even some people have and some people don't. You have um personality there's certain there's certain profiles, like not everybody thinks the same. And some people are just lazy. In fact, I would say that a lot of people are lazy. Um, no hope for the lazy person. Is that what uh, you I mean I'm not necessarily taking anything or adding anything. I'm just I'm just stating certain things. Like, first of all, a lazy person probably wouldn't even be listening to this in the first place. That's the first thing. You gotta uh, click but, three buttons and I gotta click play. Uh. Yeah, but but the the other thing is that um I mean I don't I don't I really I mean we you could say you could say a whole bunch of stuff, but really really the growth is in is in um, activity and actually doing something. And then also, I would say that I can't give anybody revelation. That's something that has to be given to them by the Heavenly Father. And um, I'm not going to spend and try to waste my time trying to convince somebody that they should be doing something or shouldn't be doing something if they don't necessarily have it in themselves to be able to see it. Because all that really does is people tend to, you know how the Bible talks about or Jesus talks about casting your pearls before swine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like you have, there are, like, not everybody's the same. There's a, there, there is a large part of society. I mean, I look at it like, I look at it like, um, maybe I'm taking it, the conversation in a place in which that a lot of people don't really want to take it. But, you know, whatever. Uh, I kind of look at it like, uh, actually, I'm not going to say that. I'm a, the lazy well, no. people are the beasts of burden that engine and power a society. And those who are motivated are the ones who are in charge of that society. You said it, I did. You said it, I did. Um, so, you know, it's it's like 
I think I, I, I think it's I, I think it's important for people to be able to recognize what their uh, what 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 their limitations are, but then also understand what their strengths are. Um, also, be able to identify whatever what what the vision is that was given to them. And to be quite frank, not everybody was given a vision. Not everybody was given a vision. You know, right. everybody plays different roles. Right. So, no, that's that's a good point. Everybody plays different roles, and I think that what people don't do is they they look at the other person's role and they say, yo, man, you got that. I wish I had that. Again, going back to this whole I wish thing, but I think one of the ways to really encourage people is whatever role that you do have, like maximize that joint. Like people don't maximize the little that they do have. That's why, you know, there's that scripture in the New Testament that says that those who have some, even more will be given to them. And those who don't have- That's Matthew 25. Yeah, it it talks about the, the talents. And those who have a little, that little bit that you do have will be taken from you. And you, I used to wonder when I was younger, yo, Lord, you're going to take the little bit that somebody have? Like, how is that, like, yeah, that how is that's that possible? Called spiritual, that's called spiritual economics. Yeah, because the person who might have had some, they maximized it and they got more. But you, who were given a little, even though you were given a little, you did nothing with it. There's a couple scriptures in the book of Proverbs. I would just encourage you all to read Proverbs 6, 6, 6. Um, Proverbs 13, 4, and Proverbs 20, verse 4. And uh, it talks a lot about the characteristics of people who are lazy. You know, um, like Proverbs 20, verse 4, I like that one where it says that the lazy person will not plow in the planting season. So then when the harvest comes, they're looking around like, yo, what's what's going on? They harvesting, I'm harvesting, yeah. what's, what's going on? And it's like, well, when things were... You know, on the low, you were not doing the work with whatever you've been given. Everybody's at different places. That's the one thing that you have to acknowledge in a capitalistic society. Places, but even different places in terms of intrinsic motivation, in terms of energy, in terms of um, in terms of their ability to get up and do. Would you say that that everybody has a different level of grace regarding that as well? Yeah, I would say that. And sometimes you have to push beyond your own personal limitations. So like sometimes I know my own personal limitations, but I also know that things have to be done and you have to make a decision. Sometimes you have to sit like everybody might not be like me. I'll sit down and I'll think I say, all right, well, this needs to be done. That needs to be done. And then I'll also calculate the limitations. All right, well, what about this? What about that? And then do I just feel like doing it? And you have to push past the I don't feel like it. Like that's really kind of like, eh, all right, man, that's you you kind of kicking some 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 feminine energy with that. that you know that what I'm saying? Ball, that, no that shade to women, no shade to women. I'm talking about when I'm talking that, about men, when men talk like that. I'm I'm talking because I'm a man. I'm a man. That, so that falls into being led by one's emotions versus being being led by uh whatever um um task is uh that needs to be accomplished thanks man because right? eve, eve was getting ready to bring me some smoke so thank you for cleaning being that led, up. yeah no problem <laughs> being led by being led by the task at hand or being led by the by by the item that needs to be accomplished yeah right yeah, yeah. or the or the goal that needs to be achieved and then doing that or being led by how i feel yeah. right and there's a lot of people that are led by how i feel and how i feel and all of this self-care this and self-care that and oh i need to be good to myself this and good to myself that um is the talk a lot of that 
I'm not gonna say it doesn't have some value because I'm not gonna own it because I don't wanna we get we get we get caught on the whole black or white kind of thing. But I wanna say uh a overwhelming major a, a over a, the overwhelming result of that kind of talk is people uh achieve, uh, uh um people um kind of settling down as opposed to rising up. And then um, there's a statement that was said to a manager of mine when I used to work at Sears back in uh, 1999. He said to me, people are like water. They travel the path of least resistance. I thought that was Bruce Lee. He could have said that too. I thought that was Kanye West. Bruce Lee said, be like water. That's what Bruce Lee said. Oh. He said, be like water, meaning that water takes the shape of whatever the container is that it's in. But my <laughs> my manager, Terry, he... Oh, you was, just going to put Terry on blast like that? It was like 1999, <laughs> please. Y- y'all don't even... Yeah, y- y- I don't even know if he's alive anymore. But... Oh, gosh. What? What's wrong with saying <laughs> that? came from that Rona Rona, just like just that. That's terrible. No. Okay. Yeah, all right. So... <laughs> the... the I think that the the point behind that statement is pretty obvious, but for those, I'll just say it anyway, that people like water, they travel the last, the path of least resistance, meaning that uh, people, for the most part, people tend to look for the easy way out of things. Uh, We live in a world where uh, a lot of people in the United States, not everybody, but a lot of people look for excuses. They look for excuses and they blame without, as opposed to blaming within. Even, even, and the the worst thing somebody can have in this society is a damn excuse or or a reason why something happens. Because a lot of times people use that and then they'll use that as a reason to, to, to not rise above the obstacles in which that are in front of them. But we do have a lot of people who do know how to do that, but they're not necessarily on social media. They're not necessarily gathering hundreds of thousands of YouTube subscribers. They're not necessarily or Instagram uh, uh, followers or Facebook followers. They're not necessarily doing that. They're actually outliving life and actually accomplishing things. And so they don't necessarily have the time uh, or interest uh, in um trying to advertise a lot of that stuff and really a lot of those things are counterintuitive uh, as well you can either talk about something or you can be about something but you can't do both i still I mean, want to rally uh to the defense of the low motivated people that's fine go and, ahead and the lazy people running yeah, around. You're lazy. or the lazy people who aren't running around yeah, yeah. so um but because i think i'm a i'm a strong believer that life consists of chapters there are things and i think that we are through various means through things that come into our lives or things that happen that we have no control over or various means that uh, we're we're called to grow you know little or a lot from season to season so that by the time we're 97 years old we're not the same that we were at the age of 13. so there still has to be something because the people who are lazy aren't sitting there saying Oh, I love being lazy. There are some people who just have low motivation. I have this. Just, wait, wait, just, just the fact that you just made an assertion that you'll live to 97 years old kind of nullifies everything else you're about to say after this. Um, so I actually would, would disagree with that. That's fine. And, and That's fine. Saying that 
whether you have 97 years of, of journey or whether you have 15 or 50, whatever it is, the point is to grow throughout this life. To, okay, to I agree. From mm -hmm. point to point and step to step. Yeah, and I, I think that those who have low motivation, and I discuss this again mm -hmm. with my students on a daily basis, especially now that they've been brought home mm -hmm. and expected to almost educate themselves. Yeah. Whereas they were on campus before and they were motivated extrinsically by the professor looking in their face, you know, or whatever, or, or, or even the context of being on a campus around other people who are doing the same thing. Yeah, rather than mentality. The, rather yes. than the, well, whatever works, uh, rather than the uncle who, you know, who's snoring on the couch, right? So the question becomes, what can that person who wants to be motivated, but they find that their motivation has got, gotten uh, lower and has declined, what can they do to just spark motivation in them and get them going. One thing that um, you said earlier, Avery, is that momentum. I don't know if you intended to say this, but that's what I grabbed from one of your statements. Mm -hmm. When you get going, uh, just like a um, just like a, a stone rolling down the street, and even yeah. an even street, because everything is not going to be downhill, it'll still have a, once, you, once it gets started, it'll still have a, 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 a number of yards that it will continue. Yeah, yeah. So getting motivated uh, through momentum is one way, but what, what else do you all think about well, how that low motivation person can get out of that? So the body at motion stays at motion, the body at rest stays at rest, referring to inertia. Uh, and that's definitely true. I mean, I wake up every day and I, I, I accomplish things, but it's not because I feel like doing it. Right. It's not necessarily because I feel like doing it. Right. It's because I want the outcome. I want the outcome. Uh, I but I look at things so so to give you some some kind of things in which that I do. I I'll go for a walk. Um, I'll do that. Uh, I'll just try to sit in a. If I wake up, I try to sit in a comfortable comfortable position, and then I just try to. I say to myself, okay, all I need to do is write this one line of code. Like I just need to get this piece of code working. I don't think about all the other extra things that I have to do, right? One like thing at a time. Uh -huh. one thing at a time. I mean, I'm creating a passwordless authentication system. Remember I was telling you how I was working on the app and then I said how you're not going to have to use a password. Remember I was saying that to log yeah. in and sign. He was like, oh yes, thank you because I forget passwords and whatnot. Yeah. Like things like that. I'm putting that, that, that something like that together and I have to boil all those things down to like, okay, what is this one thing that I can do that's very simple and I don't think about the other stuff and then I just do it and then you do that and then it's almost like coloring in a coloring book. All right, let me just color this 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 little like finger and then you see the finger, the finger's colored, but then you see the rest of the hand. All right, let me just color the rest of the hand. All right, all right, the rest of the hand's color. Okay, let me just color the rest of the body. All right, let me just color the clothes. And then sometimes, and then next thing you know, you have a whole entire picture colored, right? But it might help to say, okay, I'm just going to color the skin this time. And then you'll be able to sleep at night saying, okay, I'm one step closer to my goal. The skin is colored tomorrow. And you think, thinking in the head tomorrow, okay, I'm going to get the shirt. I'm going to get the, sh I'm going to get the pants. And then we'll do that. And then the day after that, I'm going to do the hair. I'm going to do the shoes. Then the day after that, I might do the background. And then in five days, you have a whole, you have an entire drawing. And that's, 
but it starts with the for me it starts with the small things like i gotta i gotta break it down into something very small but that's that's very practical and that's what i meant by your shorter term goals aligning themselves with a greater goal you know i think a lot of times we can get so you know to answer eva's question directly i think sometimes big things can discourage us you know, if it's a, if it's too big of a task, sometimes it can discourage you. And so that's why I, I think A's point was good, because rather than focusing on the big thing and potentially getting discouraged and then it never happening, um, if you know that a big thing is out there and you have a desire for that outcome, look at the smaller parts that lead into that big thing. You know, what are the smaller parts that I can accomplish, you know, and remain encouraged. I, I think your internal motivation point goes back to that Matthew scripture where it says that some people were given five talents, some were given two, and some were given one, right? Some people are like super, super motivated, like, yo, let's go get it. Go, 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 go. Some people are just like that. Everybody's not like that. So does that mean I should not do anything because I'm not that super duper go, 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 go person? No, that means I may just be the person, all right, let me just do this a little bit. I still do that little bit. I still maximize that little bit because more of those little bits will get me to the larger goal. It will get me to the larger picture and I'll turn around you know, in six weeks or six months or six years and say, wow, I accomplished all of that. Unbelievable. I mean, when I wanted to start podcasting, when I was like, you know what, I'm going to put down the mic and do something else. I had no idea about podcasting. I started to do little things. I started to see what kind of equipment does it take, right? Who are the people that I want to sit and argue with every Saturday, <laughs> right? But you start to sit down and put little smaller things together and now, you know, to what we were just talking about in, in pre-pro, now I have people calling me like, yo, can you help me get this podcast off the ground? You know, I think that that I wasn't thinking about that because had I thought about that, I might have got discouraged and be like, eh, I'm good. I'm going to go do something else. Or you do little smaller things. You know, so for those of you listening, um, that, you know, proverb scripture that I brought up, it talks about how one of them, I think it's Proverbs 6, where it says that lazy people should look at the ant. It says, look at the ant and see how they get goals accomplished. Well, how do ants get goals accomplished? No, it says, look at the ant, you sluggard. That's what it says. Oh, you talking about the King James? Okay, yeah, I, there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sluggard. Hey, we had to throw that in there. Yeah, you know, folks, <laughs> lazy. I was trying to soften. I was trying to soften it up with just saying lazy. Yeah, you soften stuff up. You realize the Bible calls people names. That's that's interesting. Is the Bible call well clown your behind? Uh -huh. But one thing yeah. I notice about Scripture that is that I don't think that it's telling people to stop being lazy unless you have the ability to. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So, you you all you all have have some amazing responses to this, and I'm I'm taking this to heart, and I'm going to be using some of this. And but one thing I wanted to ask you, AJ, is that something that Avery said earlier had to do with strengths, like finding out what is your what what strengths can you harness toward your goals. I like the step by step, the little by little. But so when it comes to your personal strengths, AJ, when you were putting these into bite sized pieces in order to build you know, what is much bigger now than it was a couple of years ago and which will be, you know, much bigger in the future. What strengths of yours um, motivated you while you were in the process? Um, I, I, I tend to 
not make more of the things that I'm good at than I should, and then I don't also blow up things that I'm not good at. I do my best to remain balanced. I think it's you know it's really important for you know for us to remain balanced. So because there are just going to be things that you're not good at, and there are going to be things that you are good at. Um, for the, the things that I am good at, I I I still continue to do them, so you you don't lose you you don't necessarily lose that skill because it's easy to sometimes lose a skill or not be as sharp in that skill because you're just not doing it consistently um, while you're still working on other things. And so I think that that's important, especially if it's something that you want to continue to do in the future. If it's something that you want to do in the future, you need to continue to work at it and, and you know, remain sharp. Um, and then simultaneously, when you have the time and the motivation and energy and so, you know, et cetera, et cetera, you continue to add, you know, add to yeah. what what you're trying to build. I mean, this is what the the scriptures even talk about this when it says, "Add to your faith patience, add to your faith kindness, add, add, add." It doesn't say lose your faith in exchange for patience. You know, what I mean, you got to exchange one thing for another. We we have the capacity within us to add to what we're doing already. So. I think it's, you know, my, my wife likes to say I'm pessimistic. And I say, well, I'm, I'm really more just realistic. And sometimes, realistically, you realize, okay. Male female conversation, typical. Typical male, female. We tend to be more <laughs> idealistic. And you guys say we're realistic instead of, instead of being pessimistic. Yeah, because, listen, sometimes, realistically, you'll say, you know what? I'm just not very good at this and I need to get better. That's not necessarily being negative. That's just realizing I could probably get better at this, right? Or I could get better at that. Um, it's it's funny. I'll even give a little story from my own life just as we come around third base here. So I was, um, you know, every time I, I you know, y- y'all know I'm, I'm, I'm first gen Caribbean, you know, anchor babies as, as A likes to call me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Are you Wakandan American? Yeah. Okay. I got a little bit of vibranium, you know, stashed up in, in case the economy crash. Okay. Value of, of vibranium's going up. But I got you. every time um we go around my family, right? And I'll say, listen, you need to be prepared. Might be 30 minutes, 45 minutes, might be an hour behind. I'm just saying. You know, you need to you need to get with it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I and then I remind her, I say, listen, me showing up somewhere five minutes late, that is vast improvement from where I grew up, from the culture that I grew up in. You know, especially when I took her to Jamaica. She was like, yo, nobody down here is in a rush. I was like, no, this is not America. Like everybody's just chilling. Like people just get to places, they kind of just kind of get to places. And but that was an area I realized I had to work on. And so I'll tell her, listen, babe, me getting somewhere five minutes late, that is like a marathon from where I grew up. Like I grew up in a culture where it's like, yo, we just kind of get there when it, you know, you get there when you get there. Um, so that's just being realistic, you know, just as, as an example of, of being realistic, realizing, okay, that's an area of my life that I grew up in a culture where people are kind of lax and things are kind of chill a little bit. You're gonna, if you're going to sort of, integrate into something else you're gonna have to get better at it you, you're you're gonna have to get better at time management so that's something that i consistently work on um just so i can get better at it. i mean I'm, I'm 41 years old still still working on it you know yeah i just i just age drop 
Um, but you know, still, still work on it from time to time. So I don't know. That's, that's an area I think that we could work on. In, I mean, we could yeah. simultaneously work on our strengths and our weaknesses. Even, even what I find that motivates me is, uh, what I try to do is like, I, I like to, um, look at things that I admire, look at things that kind of, uh, motivate me. Like some people call it like vision, a vision board or whatever. I don't, I, I wouldn't go so far as to that, although I, I understand it. Um, but like, I just, I just like taking a gander at certain things that interest me and it, and it kind of helps to, it helps to almost like wash away a lot of the emotion, the negative kind of emotion. Um, and like, for example, I think last night I might have, or just like last week, I might have been looking up trench coats or like, I like, I like clothing and style and presentation and all of that kind of stuff. Also, you like, like style? Like, I like looking at illustrations and things of that, things of that nature. And so... Um, I might just around those things that you're into, like you, you physically get around those things and expose yourself and surround yourself with the things that motivate you. Yeah. Whereas television would not be, <laughs> you know, no, not necessarily. Cool. Yeah. Because the storytelling kind of, I mean, and that can do it too. That's good. But storytelling requires a different aspect of the brain where you're, you're passive, like, being told something and listening. So you don't, you don't, you don't, you can't really think about what it is you're looking at. Cause notice like if you're watching a movie a lot of times and if you start thinking, you almost have to like pause the movie and rewind because it's like your mind drifted off somewhere. But if you're looking at something visually, then that's part of the experience is for you to kind of drift off or think about things and you become part that you understand what I'm saying? Like the thing in which that you're interacting, it, yeah, things in which that you're looking at becomes a part of your own, the your own thoughts that you're forming. I'm taking notes from you, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but but I I mean that's the kind of stuff that I like. You know, I like that kind of I like and and, and that's the kind of things. Something else that's good I find is putting on music. Putting on music it can be a big help because mu music can help to kind of, again, that's a form of um, uh, it, uh, 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 moving, moving emotions, right? Like changing the mood is changing the song. And what I like to do is I might have music on while I'm, while I'm, for example, working on, uh, working on the design of a web, a website. You know, uh, or the user, the user interface, the user experience, and it puts me in a particular mood uh, where I can like be able to communicate that which I'm thinking about. But that's, that's for like for my projects because I take the projects that I want to create. I want to create the things in which that I want to see and I want to use. Yeah. So just off there, that kernel is already motivating as opposed to doing something for somebody else that's kind of not very motivating. You know. But you, but, you're bringing yeah. up something that I think falls into the, the category of covert influences of motivation and mm -hmm. energy, yeah, and and um and laziness or 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 lack thereof. Yeah, and I think I think having an environment and the type of 
music that you're listening to. That's that's crucial. Yes, that's crucial. Yeah. I want to add. I mean, in addition to the yeah. to the music and the environment and just having a yeah. non cluttered space. But yeah, and both yeah, like. While we're talking, I'm playing with one of my toys from when yeah. I was a child. I was, it's a transformer from 1984. Like while we're talking, so yeah. It, it's yeah things in which that can kind of take you take your mind beyond your uh, your circumstance, so you're here and now. But another covert influence, and I know this is heavy on your heart, has to do with has to do with diet. And you know, I'm wondering if you or mm. a or AJ um, know whether or not dairy or sugar like are there certain things that people are actually um putting in their system and even if it's not diet in their environment yeah, yeah. and then they're like why am i so yes. yeah definitely, definitely. Up i mean y'all yeah, y'all know that that my sister is a holistic medical practitioner i mean she's she's working towards getting her phd and she'll tell me all the time there are certain foods that you can put in your body and because it takes so much energy for your body to process those foods it actually will take away from your energy levels so you know so you you aren't going to be as quote-unquote motivated or you know energetic because your body actually has to devote so much internal sort of internal processing power so to speak to push those foods through your system so there are a lot of foods that you know take take away more than give um and so yeah Yeah, i I would i I would definitely say that yeah professional athletes are a perfect example of that um and that is that well the really good ones and i want (laughs) to so but ah man so so there's uh, the last dance, the, the Michael Jordan Chicago Bulls 10 part series is coming out, but it'll probably be out by the time people hear this <laughs> podcast. Yeah. But uh, watching, I was listening to his, um, I was watching some of the clips and some of the promotion that's getting into that, that that's building up and uh, up to uh, showing the, the 10 part series. And I was listening to, uh, MJ's uh his trainer or as his trainer likes to be called his uh he's a he's a, a sports fitness specialist something like that but anyways his trainer I was going to say yeah, his trainer yeah yeah for for 15 years and then he was saying how um he became Mike's uh trainer and he was studying he, he Michael Jordan's desire to be at peak performance for as long as he could was something that was really unmatched. Uh, but the level of study that the trainer was doing and that MJ allowed the trainer to do was something that I had never even heard of. Like the trainer was counting, like he watched Michael, he might he watched Mike's tapes of playing basketball, like his games, and he would count how many steps Mike would take in the first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter. And and then he would document, okay, which steps were to the left, which steps were to the right, which steps were forward, which steps were behind. He added all those things. And then he took that into the training and he realized, okay, well, if he's taking more steps to the left, let me train him more to the right, knowing that if I do it evenly, that's probably going to wear him out for the game. Like he would, it, he would, and, 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 and so, what I'm saying is that uh, he would study what Michael ate, right? 
and how he performed, like how he reacted from uh, uh, the food in which he ate, how it affected uh, his performance in the game, uh, how he acted after a win, how he acted after a loss. He compiled all that data. And then even when Mike started, started to lose a step because your body starts to change around 28 and 29. You know, one of the things that the trainer was saying, like, okay, so let's focus on your mental acuity. And so he would put, he would give them puzzles and, you know, cause it was like, all right, so we have more than one prime. We have a physical, as a human being, we have physical prime and we have a mental prime. Right, right, right. And our mental prime tends to come after our physical prime. And so the, the, so he was like saying, okay, well, you can't necessarily move as fast, but how you understand the game a lot better than a lot of people. So well, how I can we, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how can, how can you, how can you be able to anticipate the behaviors and the actions that are occurring uh, as you play before it happens? Uh, so I'm just saying like everything, everything ties in together. Our diet plays a huge role. We tend to look at food as just something that tantalizes our tongue. Uh, and then it either upsets our stomach or not. And then we, 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 we poop it out. And that's, that's typically, that's, that's typically how we view food. We don't view food as food as a form of synthesization, synthesization, right? Like there's a synthesis that takes place. Like we've heard the term, we are what we eat. And it's true because our food becomes us and we become our food, right? Like, so the things in which that we eat are very much, are very, can very much help to facilitate um, being able to being able to uh, accomplish certain things or debilitate us and make it even makes it even more difficult to uh, accomplish things because they they end up making our bodies an obstacle, yeah. our minds an obstacle. So, so yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, as you can see, there are ways that you can work towards doing what needs to be done. Um, you know, I think that not. <clears throat> not being motivated is it could potentially become an obstacle if you let it but there are ways that you can see that we've discussed today to work around it you know sometimes I'll tell my kids listen just because this thing is here I don't want to do it but I know it needs to be done and sometimes there are just things that need to be done and so if you have a a job that's requiring you to go in when no one else is going in it's a task that needs to be done and we thank you we thank the hospital workers and law enforcement and firefighters. Hey, we thank you that you're going in. Please remain motivated to go in, knowing that it's a task that must be done. If you have to work from home um, and you're finding it difficult to remain motivated because you're at home, be glad that you're not unemployed. And so just know that that is a task that must be done. Um, and so work to whatever the level of motivation that you internally have, maximize that. Don't compare yourself to someone else. You be motivated to the best of your abilities. All right? So with that being said, we do thank y'all for rocking with us. Motivation is key. Your purpose is key. You know, we've all been put here not just for a job or a task, but we have a destiny and an eternal purpose. And so it's important that we remain motivated to work towards those things set your set goals for yourself set a mark even for those of us in christ paul says i strive towards the mark 
of the prize of the high calling. I'm not just aimlessly walking around here talking about Christ. I am working towards a particular mark and a goal. We all have a mark. We all have a goal. And so whether we're talking about working from home or essentially working or our passion projects, you know we're going to keep God in the mix. So for A Sizzle and Eve, this is AJ Sam Peach. Fun in their squad There they go, they're the sons of God